What's up, people? Adam Hunter here, giving you another podcast. It's going to be a great show today. We got Eli Tamez, who is 10-0, out of Texas, and no one wants to sign this guy, which is ridiculous, okay? I mean, they want to, they want to give him the money he's worth. 10-0 fighter out of Texas, who's a hairdresser slash fighter. We're going to talk to him, as well as Biggie Mike Rhodes, who won in the LFA uh, last week. He kicked some major butt. Uh, so yes, we're going to talk to both those guys. And I want to thank Rockfin for providing me with enough, uh, hooking me up with enough crypto and money to, 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 to take care of you guys and give you guys great podcasts all week long. Okay, go to rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. Check them out. Very, very good people. Let's talk to Biggie Mike Rhodes now. This is what's up. What's up, man? Congrats on the big win. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Was that was it tougher than you thought it was gonna be? Uh no. Um I thought it was gonna be as tough as it was, honestly. I thought maybe even a little bit a little bit tougher. Um just looking in that dude's eyes, man, at the weigh ins, uh he just had this look about him, you know, you, you can kinda tell, you know, he, he had that I'm not gonna be broken, I I'm here for war kind of look in his eyes and so it was great. Yeah, no, it was a great fight, man. Your uh, your wrestling looked better than it ever has. Yeah, I think uh, honestly, it's just I used it more. You know, I, I've I've been wrestling uh, for a long time. Obviously, I didn't wrestle in high school or or college or anything like that. But I was like probably one of the first people in my family that uh, didn't wrestle in high school. You know, I was a basketball player. The rest of those guys are all wrestlers. So I grew up doing it. Um, I trained with Ben Askren for seven years. You know, I, I out-wrestled um, Alan Jaban in that title fight that we had. Uh, but I just kind of fell in love with striking and, uh, you know, got good at that. So I kind of abandoned the wrestling, which was a mistake. But, you know, now I'm going to start using it more. You know, I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu now. So uh, I got to start using that wrestling to get it to the ground so I can start submitting people as well. No, I was really psyched for you. It looked like he hurt you a little bit in the first round. Were you hurt at all? Um... Yeah, no, yes and no. So um, he hit me with a left hook that kind of blurred my vision a little bit, uh, swole up my eye like immediately. Um, and then he hit me with a couple of elbows um, when I was in on a takedown or up against the cage. Uh, the first or the first or second of them was like directly to the back of the head. And uh, the, I think the next couple kind of caught the ear, so the referee didn't really say anything. But um, if you remember, I had a fight maybe a year and a half ago where um, I was illegally elbowed and I ended up uh, being rendered unconscious from that. And I think subconsciously when I got hit there, I think like my mind just went automatically to, hey, you're hurt, you know. And uh, so I kind of dropped to the ground for a second. And I think he threw a couple more shots. But, I, I, you know, I could hear my coach and I realized, hey, you're not that hurt. Uh, get up and work through this. And so I just got up and grinded through. So um, I think it was more like a shock and awe kind of thing than like me being in trouble at any point. No, I was so happy, man. And like the PFL is a great league. It's it's really tough. I, I think that you're on your way, you know, I, I think you, you're just hitting your prime, man. I think that uh, 
you know, it didn't look like you're a guy on the way down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely think that's, uh, you know, where I'm going. I I, I think I'm, I was young in my career early, and so I think people might have, you know, wrote me off because I had some losses. But, man, I, I've lost to some good people. You know, you can't look at my record and find um, a scrub that beat me. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, there's none. So, um, I've only lost the top competition, and, um, you know, I learned from those things. I didn't just take it and, you know, be continue to be a loser. You know, that's how you stay a loser if, if you don't correct the things that caused you to lose. So i just been working in the in the shadows, man, putting in the work, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to climb back. I'm going to put together a run here, and uh, I'm going to shock a lot of people, but it won't shock anybody that knows me or the people that support me because they, they know what I'm capable of. Wait, I don't know. There are a couple scrubs that did beat you. I mean, Robert Whitaker's one of them. Rafael Lovato. I mean, those guys. Those, those guys are trash. You know what I mean? <laughs> those guys are those, those guys are awful. Um, now, was there pressure because you were like a four hundred favorite? Uh, you were like a minus four hundred favorite. Uh, now, was there pressure for to like get the guy out early? Or did you even look at the odds? I didn't even know about the odds. Honestly, I didn't know about it until after the fight. A uh, buddy of mine. Uh, he always bets on bets on me when he fight, when I fight. So he was like, uh, he's like, I didn't really make too much money off you, even though you won. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you were, you're like minus 400 bucks. I, I mean, 400 thing. I was like, hey, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about the odds. But um, I think he was probably underlooked because of what his record looks like. But he's a way tougher guy than his record shows, you know. And I think he's uh he's just started. He's been training down at uh Hard Knocks 365 with Henry Hoof and you know, those guys for a little over a year now. So uh, I, I knew that he would be a different fighter, and I knew that he would be tough. So uh, I didn't overlook him. And uh, I, I said it in all the pre-fight interviews, man, uh, especially, after, like I said, after looking him in his eyes, I, I told the I told the broadcast team that, you know, he was there for war. He wasn't going to be broken. Uh, he wasn't going to go away. That I, I thought that he would give me exactly what happened, you know, a, a, a tough fight. Now, what did you say to him afterwards? It seemed like you were talking to him. Um, he's just a really nice guy, you know what I mean? And so, like, he was just really down to earth. And, like, after the fight, I just told him thank you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, in this game, it's a whole lot of bullshit going on with people doing, like, fuck, fake tough guy acts and, you know, talking shit when, when, when it's not necessary and just kind of doing those things. And uh, I just told him, you know, thank you for being true, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't need to talk shit. The day of weigh-ins, we seen each other, uh, you're like, hey, how you doing? How was your weight cut? Like, are you okay? You know what I mean? Like, just, just genuine shit. But when we, we knew that once we got in the cage, we are going to try and fuck each other up. So, like, we didn't need any of that fake stuff. So I just told him thank you. You know what I mean? And I just told him that I appreciated him, uh, you know, and I appreciated the fight. Like, when when you have fights like that, man, you, you learn so much about yourself. And I just wanted to thank him and let him know that I thought that he was a cool dude. All right. So now is... Uh... Is 205 going to be your weight class now? Um, I think so. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go back and uh, you know, obviously I need to watch the fight again and uh, see 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 some things. But um, I definitely think uh, 205 can be great for me. Uh, I'm I'm super athletic. I think my movement um, will give a lot of these guys uh, trouble. Um, I can wrestle, so I can negate a lot of the wrestling if the guys maybe you know have a a little bit of a size advantage, but um, I think my hand speed and stuff like that will be a lot for those guys at 205, and it's pretty thin. You know, it's not a it's not a deep weight class, so um, it's a weight class where you know you you put together a couple fights, you can find yourself 
in a big fight, you know, pretty quickly. So I think I'm going to stay there, uh, talk with my strength and conditioning coach. Obviously, uh, I can make some changes to my physique. I can get a little bit stronger, but I mean, look, look, look at the, uh, Ruiz, look at, look at, look at how he looks, you know, he's, he's powerful. He's able to, you know, uh, still be athletic. I think people just under underestimated him because of how he looked, but I mean, Hey man, people are showing that these, uh, dad bods or these, you know, uh, power bellies are, they're, they're, they mean business. I mean, look at DC, look at, you know, Ben Askren's never been the most chiseled, but he's always been able to perform. So I'm, I'm past the menorexia look. I'm past the, I need abs to get girls. I need abs to be cool thing. Like I I need to be efficient. I need to be a full fledged athlete. That's that's strong as hell. And that can hit like a Mack truck. So I think 205 is going to be where I'm at. Well, I mean, compared to Ruiz, you're like bulimic. So, you know, you're like, you're like like one of those guys that you you like send money to in Africa for like 12 cents a day um, now, you ask us one of your main training partners. Have you been training with him for Robbie? I mean, for Robbie, uh, for, for, for Masvidal? Yes. Uh, we actually only did uh, two sessions. Uh, I only work with him on Wednesday. So uh, I did two sessions with him. And then uh, last week was fight week for me. Um, and, and I'll be back this Wednesday sparring with him again, um, you know, just helping him and giving him the look of what, uh, Masvidal will bring um, to the table. Um, so yeah, I, I love working with Ben, man. And anytime uh, you know he he asks me to come out and help him or or give him a look, um, that's something that I'll always do because he's given me um, so much in my career with all the knowledge and you know training uh, reps and situations that he's been able to pass on to me. So um, anytime I can give back and and, and work with him, it's, it's awesome. And how's he looking? He looks like Funky Ben Asker, man. There's not much that's ever going to change with this guy. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to do exactly what he's going to do. He's, he's going to look the same way. And, you know, he's just he's just been daring people his whole life just to beat him. You know, he's like, this is this is my hand, uh, you know, that I was dealt. And come and beat it. Can you play your cards better than me? And I, I don't think I don't think there's a person walking this planet right now that, that can do anything with Ben Asker. Wow. No, I, except for Jordan Burroughs in a, a wrestling match. That's the only yeah, I, I think if you get, I think if you let Ben never leave the wrestling community, if he would have never ventured into MMA and he just stuck with wrestling and, you know, continued to wrestle now, I think that match is way more competitive. Yeah, but, no, yeah. I mean, you, you let a guy who hasn't been in that kind of wrestling shape or that kind of level of competition in wrestling, yeah, he's going to, I mean, you saw what happened. But I at least thought Ben would have got a, you know, a little funky scramble or something like that in there and maybe got a point on Jordan. But Jordan wasn't playing no games. Ben was kind of, you know, he, I'm happy to do it, bring some attention to the sport. You know, I'm going to really – I'm going to go at him to score. But, like, Jordan treated that thing like it was the first day of the Olympics. You know what I mean? So uh, he knew that he couldn't allow Ben to score a point or to do anything or, you know, the wrestling community and people would probably be uh, harsh on him kind of like – the idiots were against Ben. You know, I think it would have been worse for him if Ben would have scored on him or something. I still think if it was folk style and it was, and they were both in their primes, I, I take Askren. I don't know why I take Askren, but I, I do. Yeah, you know? that's what I agree with that too. The rule set, uh, you know, being able to push him out of bounds and not really have to engage, you know, with him too much in in any of his scrambles, um, that that definitely played to Jordan's favor. Um, but I definitely think if it's folk style. If Ben doesn't win, he's at least scoring some points. It's it's a way 
way more competitive match, if you ask me. Totally. Now, what are your thoughts about Dylan Dennis challenging Askren to a grappling match? or Who do you, who do you, who do you think wins that? Uh, first of all, I think Dylan Dennis is a fucking douchebag. Uh, <laughs> and, and secondly, he, he, he said something to, like, challenge him Ben to a wrestling match, too, and then he said a grappling match. The kid just the kid just wants to be relevant, you know what I mean? He hasn't fought in a long time. Um, he does have a good fan base, obviously, from his jiu-jitsu times and, you know, being one of Connor's uh, comrades. Uh, but he understands that. He's just trying to – I mean, look at Connor. Every time a fight happens, he's tweeting and shit. Anytime yeah, yeah. anything happens with someone that's a grappler or that kind of base, Dylan is trying to do the same format. Um, but I – I think Ben Askren beats him. He can't. He can't beat Ben because, especially if it's like a jujitsu match where like there's points or something like that, he'll he'll get smoked. I, I, I'm not saying Ben will submit him or anything like that, but if Ben doesn't have to engage to be like a submission only type thing, uh, Ben's Ben's wrestling in control would dominate Dylan. And if it was a fist fight, he would murder Dylan. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Now this week, there's some good fights. Uh... Henry Cejudo, Marlon Marat, who do you like? Uh, that's tough. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with uh, Marlon Marais. I think that he's uh, obviously way bigger. I think he's I think he's going to be the stronger of the two. Uh, I think that the wrestling isn't going to be such a uh, huge advantage for Henry uh, just because of how small he's going to be. Um, and Mar- Marlon's a real 35-er, so I think Marlon uh, can, can put – can put Henry down or or put Henry away. You know, obviously we saw DJ do it their first fight, and I think Marlon has good uh, good stand up, good kicks to the body and and stuff like that. So I figured Marlon wins that. I think so too. Plus, you know, the guys he's wrestling with, he brings in the guys like the Beat, who's a great wrestler, but also guys like Frankie Edgar and all those you know really good MMA wrestlers in that gym. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that the wrestling won't be as big of a uh, problem for him, and 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 he's you know he's a stud on the ground as far as grappling goes too. I mean, he fucking submitted Rafael Asuncion, so uh, to me he can definitely submit or finish uh, Henry everywhere, you know, or anywhere I should say. Now Shevchenko, Jessica I. Um, I love Jessica I as a person, uh, but I do not see her beating. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko. I honestly don't see um, many people ever beating Valentina Shevchenko, so uh, I- I'm going with Valentina. And who would you rather hook up with between the two? <laughs> hey, uh, I'm going just guy there. Really? I, I just guy's got a better, I, she had a better butt, I think. Uh, better, and, I, and she seems angrier. You know, like she's the kind of girl that. Yeah, Valentina just seems a little. I, I mean, it's probably like her, <laughs> like her culture and stuff like that, but she just seems a little too intense for me, man. Like, you see her in the... Yeah, she's just a little too intense. Like, I don't know. That accent ain't doing it for me, man. That That's a little too hard. There is, like... I feel like everything would be very, very, like... You wouldn't even know what... Like, you wouldn't know what she's happy. She wouldn't smile ever. Yeah, uh, I, I just feel like that might go bad, so uh, I'm gonna go with you. Take off your pants now. You feel like... <laughs> kind of strange, like, James Bond movie. I don't know. They're both hotties, though. Like, I gotta say, they're both very hot. Yeah, I've always had a crush on Jessica I for for a while, so uh, yeah, I definitely shoot my shot at her. <laughs> uh, Donald Cerrone, Tony Ferguson. Man, I'm taking Donald, bro. I think with all the issues that Tony has been having, you know, which sucks that he's, you know, that he was going through that kind of stuff. Um, 
and 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 I hope that that's all cleared up. But uh, to come back from that so quickly and to face Donald, who has been on an absolute tear, um, I think Donald can put him away because also Tony has been hurt in like his last three fights, and he comes back and finds a way to win. Uh, but I think if if uh, Donald hurts him, I think Donald gets him out of there. Uh, you know, Kevin Lee rocked him and hurt him. Anthony rocked him and hurt him before uh, t- Tony was able to come back. Um, I just I just feel like Cerrone's on a different level right now, and I think he's gonna finally uh, step over that hurdle that's always made the title shot. You know, avoid him. I think it's his time. So I, I think he wins the fight. Yeah, I'm not really sure why they're letting Ferguson fight so quickly. I mean, his his wife called the cops about how he thought he's the FBI was putting bugs in his legs and how his kid was Jesus and everything else. It just seems a little quick. Yeah, I think, uh, honestly, uh, you know, maybe it was Tony needing it or wanting it. Um, the UFC definitely needing something to bolster that card. Um, you know, I got a lot of friends and family in Chicago. We're so close. Um, and a lot of those people were very disappointed in the card that they had. Um, even though I like all the fights on the card, I think it's some really good matchups. I think that the casual fan didn't know or doesn't know some of those fighters. And so they weren't super jacked about it. But you add a Cowboy Cerrone and Tony Ferguson, and, you know, you can throw whatever names you want to on the card, and, and it'll still be uh, something that the fans want to see. Totally. Jimmy Rivera, Petr Jan. Ooh. Um, ah, that's tough. Uh, I really like Jimmy Rivera. I like his style. Peter Jan is a freaking animal, though, and Jimmy's coming off a loss. Or two losses, maybe. Yeah, two losses. Yeah, he he, and then I think before that he hadn't lost in forever. So, uh, mm, that that's kind of a toss up. I I don't have a definitive pick for that one, but if I had to pick, I, I would go with Peter Yan. I think with him still surging and being on the winning streak, I think his confidence is where it needs to be. Uh, I think uh, Jimmy might be second guessing himself a little bit, and uh, I I just don't know how that fight's gonna uh, turn out for him. I know. I, I like Jimmy so much, man. It's, it's hard, you know, because, like, he's a guy that waited. He just it, His time took forever to get there. And when he yeah, got I there, feel like he's, like, he's a Glover like, Teixeira type, right? Yeah, right, exactly. And he's a grinder. He's one of those guys that's not great at anything, but is really good at everything. Yep. You know, um, but it's just like, can't. but this guy, Petrion, looked amazing his last couple of fights. Yeah, he's a beast. I just watched some of his uh, ACB fights, too. i uh, seen some highlights somebody put up, and he's just a... He mauls you, man. He's like a – I feel like he's a better version of uh, – not better version, but I feel like he's a more complete version of, like, a Khabib. Like, he has the really nasty wrestling and ground and pound, but, like, his striking on the feet is, like, surpassed where, you know, a Khabib would be at right now, you know. So uh, I, I think his game is just violent, man. And uh, I think, you know, he obviously can get caught because Jimmy has fucking power in his hands. But I, I think I'm going to go Peter for that fight. And how crazy is fighting? You fought an ACB. It seems like there's like 900 fights, and it's every three seconds. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts when you fight over there, man. But they're super, don't get me wrong, they're super nice people. They put on a really great show. Um, it's very well ran and organized. It's probably, honestly, it's probably only probably second best other than the UFC uh, that I fought for as far as, like, being on time and being punctual with everything and, like, having the cleanest schedule, but, I mean, they're saying is less show, more fight. So, fuck all the interviews, all the, you know, promotion shit, run them in there, run them out, 
let people go to war, pay them a bunch of money, and see you later. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now, a good fight I can't wait for this. Tatiana Suarez versus Nina Ansarov. Ooh, I think Tatiana wins that, honestly. I like Nina. She's a, She seems like a really nice person. Um, but I just don't think she beats Tatiana. I don't think she has the wrestling uh, to be able to stop Tatiana from just taking her down and mauling her. Uh, I think I think it's gonna. I, she's like the freaking Khabib of the women division. She's yes. gonna she's gonna damage all these women until she gets this title shot. And I would love to see her versus Jessica Andrade because Jessica Andrade is a small powerhouse who can wrestle, and Tatiana's like a taller girl, but her wrestling's probably a little bit better. A lot. Uh, Jessica, yeah, Jessica probably has the edge and maybe jujitsu, but. You know, it's hard to do jiu-jitsu against people who have very solid wrestling bases, and I'm sure she's training her jiu-jitsu too. Uh, it might turn into, like, a striking thing, and Jessica throws freaking heat. So I think that's one of the more intriguing matchups in the women's division that could possibly happen. So you, you should do commentary. What's going on? I mean, I'm trying. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm perfecting this craft here, and when I get the opportunity, you, you ain't going to get me to shut up. <laughs> I think you're better than everybody I've ever had on the show. Uh, Ricardo Lamas versus Calvin Guitar. I think Ricardo, I think, oh, no, I can't say that that fast. Um, Calvin Guitar, he's tough, and he's big as hell for the weight class. Uh, but Ricardo's a veteran, and, you know, Ricardo's a tough out for anybody. Um, ah, that's tough. That, that's kind of a toss-up for me. I, I can't really pick a definitive winner, I don't think, for that one. Yeah, this is a good fight. It's an Angela Hill versus Jan Chianan from uh, – I, I think Angela's going to win. A lot of these – it seems like a lot of these people from China and um, Japan or Korea, they just don't do as well over here. I don't know if it's because of their training partners. I mean, there's, obviously, there's always the exception here and there, like the, the Korean zombie or whatever. But it seems like for the most part, these, they just can't keep up. Yeah, um – Honestly, too, I think it's, like, uh, quality of opponents and stuff like that, too. I think that they come over and uh, they they haven't fought the same level of competition. Even though, don't get me wrong, there's tough fighters and, you know, there's there's great ones every now and then. But I think the talent pool in the U.S. is bigger and better. So um, when they come over here, uh, I think sometimes it's a shock to them, you know, the, the level and caliber of opponent they face here. Um, I don't really know that girl at all. I don't even know if she's had many fights in the UFC. anything so i'm not pretty not sure about that i know angela rocks with my management sucker punch uh so i'm gonna take angela and then caitlin chukagan against joanna calderwood uh jojo is like probably one of my favorite people on this earth she is so funny uh wow super and super dope uh i i love jojo man ever since we were on the ultimate fighter with her she actually tore my she actually tore my meniscus uh, on the show, I was helping her with wrestling, and uh, she took me down and actually tore my meniscus, and I had to pull out of. Uh, I was supposed wow. to fight. Yeah, I was supposed to fight Paulo Tiago in Brazil. I had just accepted the fight that day, and yeah, freak accident, tore my meniscus. Um, and because she was on the show, there's not much like she could do for me. She asked them to like uh, they could like order whatever they wanted to in the house, so she had them order her 
a bunch of like gummy worms and shit. She like wrote sorry Biggie on there, like sent them to me. Um, but no, she's a dope person, um, and I really hope that she wins. Uh, you know, I know she moved her training to uh, Extreme Couture and stuff like that. So, um, or is it Syndicate? Syndicate, I think. Yeah, it's Syndicate. Today, the coach, John. Yeah, so I, I really hope that she wins, and I, I just because I really like her as a person. And that Chukagin, Chuk, or however you say her name, she makes a lot of noise for me, man. It's it's super annoying. I know. Her and I mean, Holly Holm make, like, the most noise ever, boss. I think it kind of sways the judges, too, a little bit. Me, too, because it sounds like you're doing way more than what you are, but you're just making a lot of noise. So I hope JoJo just kind of walks forward on her and, uh, you know, just – outworks her. That girl kind of, with, with that noise, it's almost like Clay Guida's hair bouncing around and shit. It almost makes it look like, like you're doing more. It's like a placebo thing, but um, yeah. I definitely hope JoJo wins. I, I've had girls in bed that were super loud, and at the end, I was like, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, no. And I'm like, great. Well, well, why all the noise, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, exactly. Well, listen, uh, Rock Biggie Rose, congrats on the, on the big fight and uh, the big win. Can't wait to see you fight again. You're the best, man. You're the best. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Take care. Okay, we're talking to undefeated fighter from Texas, 10-0, Eli Tanez. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're good. I was, uh, you know, I was looking at your Twitter page. It said undefeated 10-0. I was like, this guy's fought in the LFA, fought in the LFC. Um, but you haven't fought in like two years. What's going on? Uh well I think just after after my last fight I um I thought I I really thought that I'd get the call pretty soon but after about like six months I kind of just like I was like well I I don't know I just got uh I don't know maybe like maybe a little depressed or I don't know um but I started looking into like just just different uh, avenues different things to do my uh, my neighbor was doing triathlons and running marathons and stuff so i got into that and um and uh so so really just running biking swimming you know i've been i've still been training but um i don't know just trying to trying to do as many things as possible i hear you but you're 10 and 0 i mean you're obviously a, a super <laughs> talented fighter you're you're i mean you've gotten some big wins over some tough guys uh is is like the, is the love there for the sport um, you know, it's tough. It's just kind of one of those things, like, it's, it's just, um, I mean, it's a beat down. And then when you're fighting for these, uh, you know, not so big organizations, uh, fighting killers, but you're not getting paid to fight killers, you know, and I, I have a full-time job. I have, you know, that's, that's, that's successful and make a lot of money, but, and, you know, I have kids to support and, mm. um, you know, so it's just it's just kind of one of those things that's tough. I I love it and I I love to win and I'm like right there. You know, I feel like I should be in the UFC and I could I could beat a lot of uh a lot of the top you know bantamweights, but um you know it's like all those factors kind of play in and uh you know I just figured I just kind of needed some time to just um just do some other things. Like if the UFC comes knocking, of course, you know I'm gonna answer and I'm down. But, what about um, like Bellator or PSL or 1FC or ACD or Ryzen or, you know, Brave or one of those organizations? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess I've never um, I've never been approached by really any of them. So 
uh, I mean, I think that just the, the main goal was kind of kind of UFC. I've I've ha- I've hit like certain goals throughout my life. Um, the first was to get to five and zero, and then I did that. And then I was like, I want to fight on TV, and then I did that. And then you know, the next step was ten and zero, and then and then it was like UFC. So whenever the UFC didn't come, you know, I, I was like, well, I wanna I wanna do um start to do triathlons, and then um you know I just want to be like. I love being active and I love just trying new things. And, um, you know, I did an Ironman in, in October. That was kind of just checked off the bucket list. But I think it's just always been like just UFC is is that last goal that I haven't hit. Right. I mean, I just, uh, it was just because I was looking at your stuff and I'm like, this is a great fighter. This kid's so good. And let's talk about you for a little bit. So you, you you were in high school. You played soccer. You never did any kind of martial arts or jiu-jitsu or karate or boxing. Yeah, no, no, never. And then one day you just walk into a jiu-jitsu gym. Um, no, I had some friends that actually they trained out of a, a garage and they had like a little uh, team together. And I just started. I came I came off kind of like a bad breakup, and so I just started training with them um, day in day out. You know, kind of trying to get like a little frustration out and um and um I just started to get good really fast and they're like well let's let's get you a fight and and uh you know you're out of someone's garage huh yeah That's yeah great. actually I mean my whole amateur career I was uh just out of I mean we just trained out of a garage and I went six and one you know finished all of my fights my one loss was by decision and um that but then ever since I've become pro I've been, you know, at Fortis. You you've been out in uh Florida? No, at, at Fortis MMA. Oh, Florida, right, got it. With, got uh, it, got it. Yeah, with And Coach then I State. and I also that you're a full time hairdresser. I am, yeah. That's I, don't you think maybe that could have been your gimmick? Like you, you knock <laughs> someone out and then like shave their head? I thought just because like it's just so unique like to to be like Ten and zero, you know, I'm a hairstylist, um, you know, like triathlete. Like, I mean, there's like literally nobody in the world, you know, that has like my my stats and credentials and does what I do. So, um, you know, I, I I for sure I thought you know I should have been in by now, but uh, you know, just off of that, they they like stories and um, you know, I think I have one of the best. You do. I mean, my 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 wife works for uh, Pravana. The hair, the hair. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I, I use their color. There you go. So that, like, yeah. the fact that I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, this guy is a fighter. He's also a hairdresser. Uh, you don't think maybe you could combine them all? Like, you can sprint to the octagon, like in a triathlon. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, right. Swim to the arena or something. And yeah, then, yeah, exactly. Uh, so you're married. How many kids do you have? Uh, we just had our fourth. No way. Really? Four yeah. kids? Yeah, four kids. You guys Mexican? We are, yeah. That makes a lot. That makes yeah, more sense. I know. Okay. I mean, you can, you can't just be Mexican and have like one or two kids. No, you, know, you got four Mexican is like the minimum. Get, they get pregnant via dick pic. Mexican yeah, women. yeah, exactly. So, so that's so you got four, okay. So you got four kids to feed. That's gonna, right. that kind of makes more sense. But you but you're ten and zero. I know. You know now, the, uh, as far as man, you reach out to a manager, like one of these, like uh, you know, one of these management companies. I I've had a couple managers. Um, They've never really done anything for me. 
So, or maybe they have been doing things for me, but then, I mean, you know, I, I had a manager uh, once for ever since, well, before my last fight, I, I, um, I was with Iridium and, um, you know, they, they couldn't yeah. get anything going. I don't, I don't know what, maybe because I have like a couple, couple decisions and maybe that's what's hurting me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Before them, I had somebody else for two years and, um, you know, you nobody's ever really... my comedy career. Okay. <laughs> uh, and how, how old are you? Uh, 33. 33. Okay. So you're still at your peak. You're right there. Yeah. You're right in your prime. Yeah. Now, are you looking for another fight? Um, I mean, I think I'm always kind of looking for. <laughs> I don't think you ever post on like Instagram, on Twitter, Instagram. Hey, my man's ten and zero. He's a barber. He's got four kids. Looking for a fight. Uh, who wants to fight? Want to do that? What's that? Do you want me to do that? Be like your promoter. You're like, well, hey, man. see, it, it's 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 not about like looking for a fight because I'm sure there's. I can get a fight, but it's getting. I mean, for one, it's it's the uh, you know getting paid. You know that like that's where I'm at. Like I want to I want to be paid because it's like what I mean I think it's like like twenty thousand dollars for a fight. Well, I'd definitely be happy with twenty thousand. <laughs> but I, I'm just it's just yeah. these like you know three to six thousand dollars to fight you know and. And like I, I mean, I take it serious. Like I, I, I take off. I only work. I only in during camps. I'm only working like three days a week because I put everything into my camp. Like I mean, I never miss weight. I never have bad cardio. You know, I put it all out there, and then you know it gets to a point where my kids are like, "Oh, Dad, you're going to train again." You know, like you're always training, you're never here, and um, you know, so it's it's become. It's like there's. There needs to be more. Yeah, I, and, uh, I, I feel you, man. You're in that weird spot where, like, you're not. I am. Like, just at 10 and 0, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm I'm not getting no jump, you know? So it's got to be worth it. Now, now the LFA, if you, I mean, they would put you in probably a good spot there, right? The LFA, they, they pay decent. Uh, would you uh, take an LFA fight? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I probably would. I've been offered, um, you know, a couple like title. I mean, they've offered me the title shot, a title shot before a couple of times, but um, you know, I don't know. It just, it just always comes down to pay, really. Your nickname should be ambivalent. What? Yeah. The ambivalent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, because it's like I hear you, man. It's, it's, it's tough. It's like I, I, I'm in a similar situation with comedy. It's like I, I'm not gonna go out for like dirt cheap money where a lot of people will at the same and at the same time it's yep. like i'm not a huge draw so I, I don't get paid what i think i'm worth you know right. as far as the show goes right and then i got a baby at home so my wife's like hey you're gonna be coming up for three days how much are you making like why are we going here you can make that yeah. you can make that money in town especially if you you're a hairdresser yeah. do, do you have your own shop your own hairdresser? yeah i have yeah i have my own my own uh my own place i mean i rent my own um my own room right and um i mean i'm busy you know i'm i'm like i'm just, I'm just super busy now have you thought about like the barber being your like gimmick or like the the hairdresser or something uh yeah what do you mean like as far as your nickname like you want to oh. like, hairdresser. like there's a guy in the psl who was like the chef and he wore like yeah. a chef hat uh 
No, I mean, I kind of, I got stuck with the, the Tomahawk, you know, like what, back whenever I first started. Right. Um, it, it was kind of just like my my team gave it to me, and they thought it was super cool, and the announcer was asking me, like, what's my nickname, and I didn't have one. And so they're like, oh, you need to be the Tomahawk, you know, and they, they hyped it all up. And then whenever the, I was like, yeah, 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 that's, that's cool. At first I was like, that's kind of dumb, but. They they hyped it up for me, so I was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And then whenever the announcer left, everyone was like, oh, that's a stupid nickname. And like, <laughs> but it just kind of stuck, you know. And that's just what everyone just always uh, called me. So I mean, I think right now it probably I don't know. I feel like I think the haircut that to, it'll, it'll yeah. definitely get people interested. The tomahawk yeah. sounds like you're a fighter, but like the hairdresser. It would yeah. be like what? Like yeah. people would just be like annoyed at that, and people yeah. be talking about you. Um, yeah. But man, you're 33. I don't want you to see be you to be 40 and look back and be like, ah, I should have been. I could have been the champ. I think you're you're one fight away. Yeah, I've been saying that for four fights. <laughs> My past four <laughs> fights, I'm like, I'm one fight away. <laughs> this is like yeah. this may be the funniest interview I've ever had in my life. By the way, <laughs> this, is, this is really making me laugh. Uh, yeah. But I support you, man. And you're there. So uh, the yeah. wife's got to be pretty hot, huh? What's that, mine? Yeah, I mean, Scott, if you got four kids and you keep going in there. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We've been together. I mean, I took her on her first date when she was 16. And, and, wow. Uh, and then you yeah. were 25? Yeah, now, now she's 17, so. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, we've been we've been together for like 15 years. So wow. She's, it's <laughs> great. Is she the first because, girl you've been with? Huh? Yeah, she was. Whoa! Yeah, for Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, That's so, beautiful. Yeah, we were. I mean, we have like the actual, like true, you know, kind of love story, and, she, and she's and she's great, and um, you know, uh, she's. It's nice because she's not like you know I'm touching on girls like all day long, and she's not like a jealous person, and you oh, know, yeah. I have a lot of pretty clients, and and uh, it doesn't bother her at all. So it, you know, it works out. So it's great. Now you used to be like a therapist when you're a hairdresser, right? People just tell you their problems all day. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know I like that. I I I find it. I mean, it's awesome. I love drama, and you know, not in my own life, but in other people's lives. So <laughs> if I get people that don't have any drama, I'm like, man, you know, I don't hear some stuff. You'd be me. I, I'm like on my phone scrolling and reading the newspaper or whatever, and people always tell me, look up, look up, look up. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I have cauliflower yeah. ears, and I don't even tell the guy until he like. <laughs> I like to watch him kind of like be confused when he gets to my ear. Yeah. Yeah, like what to do. So, who are some of the guys that you train with in in Texas? Um, so like Steven Peterson, um, Damon Jackson, who, uh, yeah, um, uh, that was a fight. His, his last fight was rough, huh? It was bad. You know, you you look back, you look back, and he had like the perfect form and perfect technique. I mean, he threw a straight punch with his other hand straight up. It's just kind of one of those things, you know, it connects and. Um, you know, it sucks. Like You know what's crazy? Yeah. I actually, I asked my coach, because I've been taking like Muay Thai. I'm not any good, but I just take it, you know, stay in shape. And I, I was like, what could he have done differently? Because I'm like, what? And he said, well, that that throwing that jab with your head down a little bit wasn't good because you're kind of, you're not going to hurt the guy with that jab. And it's sort of like a jab to the body. And then I asked Andre Harrison what he should have done differently. And he said, uh, a lot of these guys, they're, they're trying to the PSL format. They want to get those six points, so, so they, they they do things that they shouldn't do because they want to win so badly and get that six points. 
he thinks maybe he kind of got overzealous, and that was yeah. Well, I mean, like if you look at all his fights, it's, that's it's kind of what he does. He puts a lot of forward pressure on you, and he lowers his level to kind of get. And you know, he's gotten he's gotten a lot of like knockouts for that. People thinking that he's going low, and then he throws an overhand right. Ah, uh, got and, it. And uh, you know, I think that's kind of where he was going, and. You know, unfortunately, I mean, he had his other hand up, he and he, you know, he threw that jab, and he had his chin tucked, and, but the guy just jumped straight up. You know, it's kind of, I mean, it's just one of those things that just happened, and... I know. I, I, I always feel so bad when shit like that happens, because I'm like, I'm always like, how do you prepare for that? It's one thing when, like, you lose, you get dominated a three, you know, a three fight, you're like, okay, this guy was just better than me. Or right. Or had a better night. When something like that happens, you're like, man, like, that, I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine preparing for something what, like that. I don't even that, know what you tell someone like that. It's like when someone yeah. gets caught like a splatter or something. Just, right. Uh, that usually <laughs> doesn't, not the way that goes down, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But they but, be back. I mean, sometimes I remember Freddie Roach when I used to train in boxing told me a lot of times those guys that knock you out are doing you a favor because uh, it's better to get knocked out quick than to take like a savage beating for three rounds. Right, yeah, but then, I mean, something like that, and then, you know, Dever was making different kind of videos, and, you know, he's he he's good, like, he's on, he was on a good winning streak, and uh, yeah, he's great. doing I mean, good things in LFA. You don't get to be 13-2 and two without being great. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, so. fighting good guys, so, but then it's like, you lose one, and then everyone's like, you know, posting these videos, talking trash, and, you know, it's a tough sport. Yeah, we'll be seeing Paulo. I'm I'm a fan. I'm sure he'll come back in the next one. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Miles Johns. Uh, Ooh, he's a good fighter. Yeah, he's he he's fighting on the contender series. Nice. So you, so you're you're training with the best guys. Are you how are you still training every day? Uh, what? I'm, no, I'm I'm training just kind of like here and there. I mean, just because I'm working on like I have a mar- uh, half marathon uh, this weekend. So I've been running a lot, and, um, you know, it's just kind of, like, sporadic. I try to fit it in when I can. I'm doing boxing. Uh, I stay doing boxing a couple times a week. So, you know, I just, I'm, I, I'm in great shape. I'm running, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm running about, I'm running six days a week, six miles a day. Um, wow. But, yeah, I have certain goals, like, other goals. I mean, I'm doing them, um, a full marathon in Erie, Pennsylvania, um, in September that I'm training for to try and qualify for the Boston Marathon next year. Look at that. Well, listen, Eli, so, look, I'm fan, no matter what you do, you're a champ in life, okay? You're 10-0. Yeah. I'm going to put a posting, and I'm going to put tag you and tag all the guys I know and tell them to sign you, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But listen, keep your head up. Keep being a great guy. Keep being a little father. Keep keep banging that same woman, and, uh, and thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Take care. Have a good week. So, all right, you too. Well, thank you, Eli Temez and Biggie Mike Rhodes, and that's the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, follow me at Adam Comedian or at MMA Roasted. Look, go see me. Go to AdamHunter.com. Check out all my dates. Thank you guys so much, and have a great week. Traps on some 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 traps on